This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the podcast. Today is Mailbox Monday. It is Monday, January 8, 2018. I'm not quite used to writing 2018. I've written 2017 a whole bunch of times, but I'll get the hang of it probably around October. And we've got a pretty sensitive question today over at the podcast. I think kind of sparked a little bit about, or sparked a little bit at least by the debate that's happening at the Supreme Court right now, what we're seeing happening with Sweet Cakes for Melissa, but this is happening inside this family. So we're going to talk about it from a biblical point of view. Uh, Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, so I love taking your questions. If you have a question that you would like to uh, shoot out to me, please do that at podcast at thebusymom.com. Please make sure to put Mailbox Monday uh, in your question. Today's question comes from a listener who has been, uh, I guess, she well, it sounds like she's been listening to the podcast for a long time. And so I appreciate that. Thank you guys so much for listening and for uh, praying for us. We appreciate it. She writes, I was recently faced with a lesbian couple wanting my son to create art barring their initials of union on a plaque. He does wood burning. They wanted an established date on it. And she was saying that her, she said, it's kind of a long story short, but she wants to know if I've ever talked about this on the podcast and what to say when um, we're asked to offer services uh, for something that we disagree with. And so this is a tough, this is a really tough, uh, it's a tough question because A, um, we want to we want to be able to be loving and be kind to everyone who's around us. And B, we recognize we serve the Lord. And as I, I wrote back to this uh, mom and I said, listen, I have actually spoken on this issue a few times over at the podcast. I had my friend Judy on the podcast about a year and a half ago. She lived uh, most of her young adult life in a lesbian relationship. And when she found the Lord, God did an incredible work in her heart. And I think I want to start there. Um, and I'll link back to that podcast today. Because like I said on Friday, the greatest of these is love. We are called to love. We're not called to uh, to sin because we love, but we are called to speak the truth in love. And as Judy said so well, it wasn't uh, gay to straight. It was lost to saved. It was lost to saved in her life when she realized how loved she was, that God had created her um, just the way that she was. And that he had life for her and that following in the footsteps of her created order, of God's created order, brings blessing. She said she had to reach a point where she wanted to do what God wanted her to do more than she wanted to follow the desires of her flesh. And we all have desires of our flesh, every single one of us. I think it's ridiculous when we when we talk as if one sin is any worse than another. The Bible says in Romans that every single one of us has sinned. And that sin separates us from God. And there's nowhere in the Bible that it says this sin is worse than that sin, or, or some of you did this sin, and so therefore you, uh, you're, you're no longer acceptable. All of our sin makes us unacceptable before the Lord. It was the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross 
that allows any of us to stand before the Lord and to be seen as righteous. It's God's righteousness. It's the righteousness of Jesus that we take on because of his sacrifice on the cross. The moment that we accept the free gift of salvation, the Bible says that God forgives us and he washes our sin white as snow. And so I want to start out just talking about, uh, especially when we talk about issues that are so tender uh, to our humanity, human sexuality, so tender uh, to our humanity. And you can see why people are so up in arms about it. But I believe, and I've said this many, many times, uh, what's happening to the Christian community right now is egregious uh, because they're, we're being forced to, uh, to do things that we don't want to do uh, because we might be sued. You know, and frankly, I know several people in the gay community who are not like that, who they recognize how completely lame it is that we're being uh, targeted like this. And a couple of years ago, I want to say it was, oh, for goodness sake, I want to say it was 2015, uh, a lesbian couple targeted some Christian bakers in Oregon for refusing to bake a wedding cake for them uh, because of their religious beliefs. This is the story, of course, of Aaron and Melissa Klein, who own who owned rather their their uh, their business has been shut down now. They owned Sweet Cakes by Melissa, and they were ordered to pay one hundred and thirty five thousand dollars in damages to a lesbian couple simply for refusing to bake them a wedding cake in twenty thirteen. So now here we are in twenty eighteen, and this is still going on. The Oregon Bureau of Labor and Industry awarded sixty thousand uh, dollars to uh, one of the women whose name is Laurel and another $75,000 in damages to Rachel for what they called emotional suffering. And this case is not about a wedding cake or a marriage, the final order read. It is about a business's refusal to serve someone because of their sexual orientation under Oregon law. That is illegal. And so according to, uh, according to, this is real. So you can see why Christians are like, you know, they're, they're afraid. They're thinking, they're not. They're they're going to be sued. They're going to lose their business. And in fact, that's exactly what happened to uh, Aaron and Melissa. They lost their business. And just five days ago, the appeals court of Oregon upheld the fine against the Christian bakers. So this was shocking to me. And I live here in you know in in liberal uh, Pacific Northwest. I live here, but it was still shocking to me that they would uphold this uh, this order. And the Oregon Court of Appeals on uh, last Thursday, I guess it was, upheld the decision by Oregon's labor commissioner that forced these two uh, these two people, Aaron and Melissa Klein, to pay $135,000 to a lesbian couple. So um, this is important because now it, I think eventually this is going to go all the way uh, to the Supreme Court. And the question is, the question is not, would they serve the lesbian couple? They were absolutely willing. They said, we'll, we'll make you, we would make you cupcakes. We'll do anything you want. We just can't use our art to support something that God says is sin. And this is where the, this is where the difference lies. And I think we need to be really ready as believers to be able to, to stand for what we know is right, but do it in a way that is loving. And this is where, uh, this is where the real rub comes in. So there's another issue that's before the Supreme Court right now. Jack Phillips is a baker in Colorado. Many of you guys have been following his story. That's actually being argued, has been argued now before the Supreme Court. My friend, Mike Ferris, who's the head of the Alliance Defending Freedom, uh, I watched him uh, on uh, on the news a couple of weeks ago when he made a statement outside of the Supreme Court because the ADF has gone to the defense of these people 
who have who are, are attacking him because he would not decorate a cake. He said, I will make you a cake for your wedding. I just can't decorate it in support of what you're doing. He doesn't want to use his art that way. The Oregon Court of Appeals came back and said that cake decorating wasn't art. Well, ob- obviously, uh, it is art. <laughs> so uh, I thought it was interesting um, for Jack Phillips, who's, who is in the same position as Aaron and Melissa Klein. He just got sued a little bit later. Uh, he's in the same position. I thought it was really interesting to hear what he had to say when he said, here's why I can't design custom cakes for uh, same-sex weddings. And listen, you guys, we don't have to agree on questions of sexual morality, but what we should be able to agree on is our freedom to live out our most important ideals. And this is what uh, this is what Jack said. He said, what I didn't say was that I wouldn't sell them a cake. I'm happy to sell a cake to anyone, whatever his or her sexual identity. People should be able to be free to make their own moral choices. I don't have to agree with them, but I am responsible for my own choices. And it was that responsibility that led me to decline when two gentlemen came into my shop and invited me to create a wedding cake for their same-sex ceremony. So another thing I think that's interesting here to note, sort of a side note, is that the Muslim community is not being being penalized like the Christian community is. This is a direct attack against Christians because the the Muslim community believes the same thing, right? And so Jack was saying, I'm happy to sell you a cake. I just can't. It goes against what God tells me in his word to use my art and the skills that he's given me to create a wedding cake for a ceremony that I believe that goes against the Bible. So designing a wedding cake is a very different thing from, say, you know, baking a brownie. So when people commission such a cake, they're requesting something that's designed to express something about the event and about the couple. And Jack said, what I design is not just a tower of flour and sugar, but a message tailored to a specific couple and a specific event, a message telling all that see it that this event is a wedding and occasion for celebration. In this case, Jack went on, what a cake celebrating this event would communicate was a message that contradicts my deepest religious convictions. And that as an artist, that's just not something I'm able to do. So I politely declined. But this wasn't just a business decision more than anything else. It was a reflection of my commitment to my faith. My religious convictions on this are grounded in the biblical teaching that God designed marriage as a union of one man and one woman. And obviously not everyone shares these convictions, and I don't expect them to. Each of us makes our own choices. Each of us decides how closely we will hold to and defend and live out those choices. The two men that came into my shop that day were living out their beliefs, and all I did was attempt to live out mine. I respect their right to choose and hoped they would respect mine. They did not. And considering all the hate mail, obscene calls, and death threats my family has received since I was sued, a lot of other people don't see tolerance as a two-way street either. And this is absolutely the case uh, in the United States right now. But the Constitution does. The First Amendment defends my right to create custom cake art that is consistent with my faith while declining requests that ask me to celebrate events or messages that conflict with it. And as a cake artist, I can live out my faith in my day-to-day life and make that faith the basis of my creative decisions. I'm going to go off of his uh, script for just a minute and point out that he also would not make a cake celebrating Halloween because his family doesn't do that. And so what the Supreme Court is looking at right now is whether or not we can force someone to use their creative abilities to create things that violate their conscience. And that really is uh, the, the question right now. So 
I'll wrap this up by finishing reading what he wrote in USA Today. He said, we live in a big, diverse nation. We don't all have to agree on religion. We don't have to agree on questions of sexual morality. We don't even have to agree on the meaning of marriage. But what we should be able to agree on is our mutual freedom as Americans to live out the ideals that are most important to us. Just as I shouldn't be able to use the law to force others to design something that promotes my beliefs, others shouldn't be able to force me to design a cake that celebrates theirs. That for me, and for those at the Alliance Defending Freedom who are defending me, is what this case is about. I hope the Supreme Court affirms that basic freedom. And if those who oppose me would grant me a certain measure of respect, not as someone they agree with, but as a fellow citizen to stand by my own moral choices, will that be icing on the cake? These are issues, uh, men and women, that we need to be in prayer about as a nation. And I want to remind you uh, what I did on Friday, uh, that we, at the end of the day, we are called to love, to love others. Uh, the Bible says in Mark 10, when, when, uh, when we're being reminded of God's creation of male and female, Mark 10 verses 9 to 6 says, but at the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. They are no longer two, but one. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no man separate. Remember we talked about uh, how we sound like a like a gong, like a clanging cymbal? That's found in 1 Corinthians 3, verses 1 to 3. If I speak in the tongues of men or angels and do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have faith that can move mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Romans 12 verses 9 to 10, love must be sincere. Hate what is evil, cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. And finally, in Mark 12 verses 29 to 31, the most important one answered Jesus is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind, and all your strength. The second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. The Bible is clear, men and women, that we are called first to live in right relationship with our creator, and then to show that love to other people. And these are incredibly challenging times in which to do that. And it's it's important for us to be in prayer over the decision that's before the Supreme Court right now, certainly to be praying for uh, for Jack and his family and also for Aaron and Melissa Klein, that God would continue to give them strength and blessing. And I think it's important, you know, we're, we're doing a lot of self-reflection as a nation. Do we want to be a free nation or do we not? And do we want to force someone to uh, bully someone really into make a cake or do we not? This says a lot about who we are as a nation. And as you know, because I've said this many times on the podcast, I think we're in trouble as a nation. I think we've got a lot of soul searching to do. We've walked away from God. And this is the outcropping of that. We saw it in the Israelites. We've seen it in generations uh, before us. Whenever we walk away from God as a nation, the people suffer. And so this is certainly uh, a time for us to be in prayer and to be teaching our children what God says and how we walk it out uh, in the culture today. And you know what? No matter what happens, and I, I know I've seen 
Uh, I've seen Jack Phillips talk about this and also Aaron and Melissa Klein, that God is taking care of them in amazing, miraculous ways. And God will do that. He takes care of his own. God takes care of his people. And I believe that we are going to live to see God do some amazing things as we bring issues like this before him in prayer, because ultimately it's the Lord who will determine the outcome of this particular argument. I hope you guys are enjoying your Monday. If you've got questions you'd like me to address at the podcast, please shoot me an email, podcast at thebusymom.com, and I would love to hear from you. And I appreciate your prayers and support. I hope you guys will check out momstronginternational.com. We are in the very first a month of a brand new ministry of online Bible studies. We've got over 3,000 people signed up and I can't wait to see what God does. If you've got questions about that, you can also shoot us an email, but check it out, momstronginternational.com. I'll see you back here on Wednesday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.